The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm trustee and associate pastor in the Sprout Senior, and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, in parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight, on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William Mahon Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
To start off the musical program of today's telecast, the church choir under the direction of assistant choir director Pohaku Carter will sing the uplifting song, I Know That He Still Cares. They'll be able to accompany by Pohaku Carter on the piano and Tiara Summer on the organ. Yes, dear television viewers, in our times of trouble and fear, it is comforting to know that our Lord is always by our side. He brings sweet relief to our problems as He takes control of our lives. When we commit all things into His gentle and loving hands, He will surely make a way for our prayers to be answered. Please feel free to sing along with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church choir, under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., will play the song entitled Eternal Rest. Through the signs and the heavens above and the earth beneath, we see that the second coming of the Lord is near at hand. For those who have been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Spirit, and living in the light of God, they shall hear the trumpet of God sound. The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall meet him in the air. We should lift up our heads to the heavens, for soon we shall be with our Lord and Savior in paradise.
We now feature Tracy Asano to give all the praise and glories to the Lord by singing the song, Savior, Like a Shepherd, Lead Us. Doing her background music will be Iris Locke on the piano, associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. The Lord is our gentle shepherd. He is our beacon in the night that lights our path when the way is dim. He will lead and guide us through our tests and trials and make a way to glorious victory.
The church choir will now sing the beautiful song entitled, Precious Lord, Take My Hand with Lead Me On. The Lord is speaking to your hearts today to accept Him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Won't you put your hands in the Lord's hands and let Him lead you all the way to the promised land? Today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear His voice.
The church orchestra will, play, will be playing a spirit-inspired selection entitled, Still Sweeter Every Day. To God be the glory for the great things He has done. And we put our shoulders to the gospel wheel and fix our eyes on the Lord. He will surely make the crooked path straight and turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories. Each day with the Lord is sweeter than the day before. For with the Lord before us, who can be against us? The saints in harmony will now blend their voices to the song, Grace Greater Than Our Sins. The Lord showed His unending grace when He shed His blood on the cross of Calvary so that we all may have salvation full and free. It was a humbling act that showed His unending love for the whole world. As the words to the song goes, His grace will pardon and cleanse within. His grace is surely greater than all our sin. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Denise Bradbury of Maui. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, 
and would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, and from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Kessonera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you decide to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program to trustee associate pastor Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. God's Word, the Bible, is mankind's amazing resource tool that teaches us about Jesus Christ, our Savior, and ladder to eternal life in heaven above. Hence, let us get our Bibles out and follow along in the reading of today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and ladder to eternal life. A man named Jacob had a dream in Genesis 28, 12 through 13. It reads, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up, on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angel of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. This is no ordinary dream. Hence, 
It was inspired by God to reveal himself to Jacob. The latter with angels ascending and descending symbolized the communion between God and man because the foot of the ladder rested on the earth and the top of the ladder reached heaven itself. At the bottom was the man Jacob. At the apex was the Lord Jesus Christ, the Almighty God himself. Between them were the angels ascending and descending to convey man's prayers and desires to the Lord and delivering the Lord's blessing to man. The angels of the Lord descended unnoticed and were already by Jacob's side prepared to carry his prayers up, indicating that the ascending precedes the descending process. Jesus Christ is always present to answer our prayers when we call upon his name, Jesus Christ, and plead for his precious blood, especially in time of trouble. Genesis 28, 16 through 17 further denotes, And Jacob awaked out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this, this is the gate of heaven. What a comfort to know that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is always present with us. Hence, Jesus Christ is our Savior and ladder to inherit eternal life in heaven above. Jacob's dream was truly inspired by the Lord God and confirmed some 1,880 years later by Jesus Christ in John 1, verse 51 that reads, And he saith unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Jesus Christ used the terms ascending and descending, which directly refers to Jacob's dream and the ladder that he saw. The ladder symbolizes our direct communication with Jesus Christ as confirmed in 1 Timothy 2.5 that reads, For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is our Savior and ladder of salvation upon this earth to inherit eternal life in heaven above as our final destination. 1 John 5, 7 states, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Hence, Jesus Christ, God himself, is the one and only true God in the Godhead. And there are not three persons. Ephesians 4, 4 through 6 further states, There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Man-made ladders cannot get anyone into heaven and will collapse beneath the load put upon them. Likewise, all man-made religions and human endeavors like the Tower of Babel will fail if they do not first seek Jesus Christ as their Savior, Master, and Lord. Genesis 11, 3 through 4 is the biblical history of the Tower of Babel. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime for, their, for motor. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Genesis 11, 6 through 8 further adds, 
And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Without the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ, nothing will succeed. Hence, we must follow the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, just as they did on the day of Pentecost in Acts 4.32. It reads, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Jesus Christ, our Savior, and ladder to eternal life, hears our daily supplications offered unto him. And in turn, he shares our burdens and answers our requests, as stated in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and have a laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus Christ is our Savior. He is also our burden bearer, who is able to redeem mankind from his greatest sin, which is unbelief. Hence Mark 1, 14 and 15 exclaims, Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Jesus Christ himself preached the self-same gospel of the kingdom of God that we preach here on these weekly telecast presentations. It is the gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Hence, John 3, 5 through 7 gives every man, woman, and child this mandated commandment from Jesus Christ. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, and of the Spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. It is God's commandment given to mankind, and there are no exceptions. We must adhere to God's Word, the Bible, even to the very letter to gain the salvation of our souls and to inherit eternal life in heaven above. The term repentance is defined as godly sorrow for our sin, meaning we must acknowledge that we are sinners and have a complete change of mind in regards to God, self, and sin. 2 Corinthians 7.10 adds this definition. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. 3,000 souls repented on the day of Pentecost after hearing Peter's sermon. And then they ask, what shall we do? Hence, we all today must also accept the Lord Jesus Christ and his plan of salvation being presented in today's telecast. Acts 2.38 is God's commandment given to all mankind. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The name of Jesus Christ is the key that was given to Peter by Jesus to unlock God's plan of salvation and to remove our sins when we are immersed in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Acts 4.12 confirms the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ that reads, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And only those who are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ into God's family have the right and privilege to call upon his name, Jesus Christ, at all times, and especially in times of trouble. 
In John 5, 43, Jesus declared, I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye shall receive. Jesus Christ came in his Father's name, and by God's word, the Bible, we therefore learn that God's family name is Jesus. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 adds this exhortation. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Repentance and remission of sins was preached in the name of Jesus Christ by the Apostle Peter at Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. And everyone who has been water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, and is living the life with Jesus Christ will experience the glory of God and inherit the heavenly promise for eternal life on high. Let us now review the seven ordered steps up the ladder through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to inherit eternal life in heaven above. The first step up is faith. Hebrews 11, 1 through 2 defines faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. We must live a new consecrated life of faith and put our full trust in Christ Jesus because he will reward all those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11:6 also declares, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. We must act upon our faith in Jesus Christ as our Savior by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue, which is the only Bible evidence to say that we have the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. The second step up is humility. 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7, 5, 5 through 6 rather, clearly relates. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. James 5.10 adds this instruction. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Let us always remember to humble ourselves before Jesus Christ and always be subject one to another in love and obedience to God. The third step up is repentance. James 5, 8 through 9 offers this encouragement to climb upward, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Jesus Christ commands men, women, and children everywhere to repent and to make themselves right before God. The fourth step is hope. Paul states in Romans 8, 24 to 25, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. We look daily unto Jesus Christ, who is our blessed Savior. Hope and ladder upward to receive eternal life in heaven above. The fifth and the sixth steps up are embedded in the term baptism that we previously addressed. Step five is to be born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And step six is to be born again of God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue to confirm the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ proclaimed this gospel truth to Nicodemus, saying, ye must be born again. The seventh and final step is glory. Colossians 1, 27 to 28 denotes this promise. 
to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, wanting every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Being purified and sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ, we become complete in him and receive the adoption as written in Romans 8, 15 through 17. For you have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Adoption is defined as the act of God's free grace, whereby men, women, and children are baptized into the family of God and thereby inherit the right to all the privileges due to a child of God. As believers, we too can declare the promise described by the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy 4.8. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. Today we invite every man, woman, and child, dear television viewers, to step up and take those seven steps unto Jesus Christ as God's spiritual ladder to eternal life in heaven above. Jesus Christ, God himself, is our creator, savior, master, and Lord, as defined in John 14, 6, that reads, Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Hence, Jesus Christ is better than the angels, the prophets, the patriarchs, those who came before him, and those who will come after him. He is better than all the kings who ever reigned, all the statesmen who ever lived, all the poets who ever wrote, all the physicians who ever healed, and all the preachers who ever preached. One day Jesus Christ arrived at the sheep market, which is near the pool called Bethsaida. There were five porches or arcades around the pool. On the porches were a multitude of sick people, the blind, the halt, and the withered. It was quite a sight to behold, lined up but not in an orderly manner as you'd find in a hospital. For each person had a different type of bed or cot. Many were just lying upon old rugs or quilts. This amazing sight touched the heart of Jesus Christ, who immediately had great mercy and compassion upon them. The term Bethsaida means mercy or grace. Five important observations about those sick and afflicted can also be used to typically describe a sinner or unbeliever in the world today. First, they were impotent, meaning they were without power. Likewise, the sinner or unbeliever knows what is right, but lacks the willpower to accept Jesus Christ as his or her personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and thereby learn to live uprightly. Second, they were blind, spiritually speaking. They were blinded and <clears throat> could not recognize Jesus Christ as their Messiah. Hence, sinners or unbelievers today are blinded to the truth found in Christ Jesus, and therefore, <clears throat> excuse me, lived in a handicapped state of affairs. Third, they were halt meaning they could not walk. Sinners or unbelievers today can be classified as moral cripples because they will not walk with Jesus Christ, our Savior and Healer. Fourth, they were withered, meaning they were paralyzed, incapacitated. Sinners or unbelievers today live a withered life, which are unable to enjoy the fullness of life in Jesus Christ. And fifth, they were waiting, meaning they were expecting the promised Messiah, although he was standing before them. Sinners or unbelievers today wait fruitlessly looking for another savior instead of accepting Jesus Christ as their personal savior. The end of their waiting period will eventually result in eternal damnation in hell below. 
The biblical description for the above is highlighted in John 5, 3 and 4 and 5 through 9. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then, first after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity 38 years, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The man was healed immediately, not only walking for the first time in 38 years, but also carrying his bed upon his back as well. John 5:14 gives everyone this final exhortation from the Lord Jesus Christ to the man who was healed. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. Today we all have the golden opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Why not step up and make your humble confession of sin and be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with God's Holy Spirit? Hence, the Apostolic Faith Church signs give every man, woman, and child this warning. Jesus coming soon. We must be ready to meet Jesus Christ when he returns in clouds of glory to catch up his waiting bride of, the, of Christ, his church. Let us all reach out today and touch Jesus Christ as God's ladder to eternal life in heaven above. When he calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. John 5, 24 closes today telecast with this exhortation of faith. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor, Edwin Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation. Each of you have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless you and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. We call upon our church band to conclude today's telecast presentation with the anthem entitled, Baptized into the Body.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.